Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hammerdown Radio, powered by Keep Trucking. I'm your host, Jonathan Keen. We are back for another episode. Excited to be with you once again. Thanks for tuning in. This is our fourth installment of Hammerdown Radio. We appreciate all of the feedback we've received to this point. It is actually just myself today on the podcast, but we're going to be welcoming in a guest who we'll get to here in just a moment. Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to remind all the listeners uh, how to get in touch with us here at Keep Trucking. 855-434-ELOG is the phone number. KeepTrucking.com is the website. You'll also find our blog on there. And of course, we have our Hammer Down Radio specific social media on Facebook, Instagram, and we are still working on our Twitter. So stay tuned there. And I am excited to welcome to the podcast our product manager in-house here, Jason. And Jason has joined us to give us some information here relevant to what a product manager does internally here at Keep Trucking, how that benefits fleets and our clients. And then we're going to discuss the output file and maybe some advantages with having an ELD in the truck and what else you can do with that product. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome Jason to the podcast. Jason, hello. Hey, how's it going? We're doing well. I appreciate you hopping on here and sharing some of your valuable insights as a product manager within our company. You are also based here in San Francisco. We see a lot of each other in the office, but I want to open it up broadly to you just to give our good listeners an overview of you know, really what does a product manager do and, and what is your day-to-day here at the company and how does that ultimately benefit the fleets that we're working with? Yeah, sure. So um, a lot of what I do is um, figuring out what, what customers want, um, talking to customer success, um, talking to sales team, getting feedback from our end customers, all of our fleets and drivers out there. Um, We listen to all your feedback. And um, my job on the product team is to help prioritize, um, figure out which features we should be working on, which products to build out, and then actually designing them and building them out with the help of our design and engineering teams. So on a day-to-day basis, I'm working with various teams, getting getting constant feedback um, from, from our fleets and from our drivers and trying to take their biggest needs and putting them into action so that we can continually make uh, the Keep Trucking app better for you guys. And that's why that feedback is so important from the fleets that are listening and tuning in. We do listen to that directly. And as Jason mentioned, we prioritize it here internally because you know we do have, I guess, a list on your end of things of uh, new features and requests that we're going to roll out. And I know Jason is instrumental in that. Um, so again, we appreciate you joining. So I, I really, the reason we brought you on today is to better understand this concept of an output file. So I think it would be helpful for the listeners just to understand uh, what an output file is and how it relates to this ELD regulation. Maybe we could start there and then we can dive into um, how it's used out in the field and some of those other ancillary items. Yeah, sure. Um, so the biggest thing to remember is that the output file is only for ELDs. AOBRDs do not have this file. It is strictly for all ELDs. So if your fleet is on ELD compliance mode, you then have the ability to send the output file. And so an output file is really just the raw data that's getting generated by the ELD. So everything from every single event that occurs, uh, whether that's log in, log out, turn the engine on and off, um, to all the unidentified driving events, any annotations that you make, um, all of that kind of data 
is brought together into a file. That file is then encoded and then encrypted and sent directly to the FMCSA for you. And they're able to then compile that data into something that's much more usable. They can they get like an actual log graph that shows your actual driving time and everything that occurred. And they can actually go in and see all the log edits, um, potential violations and things like that. So for officers, it's an easier way for them to figure out what's going on with the driver and figure out um, what, what may have occurred during those past seven days or if it's in the case of an audit, the, up to the past six months. So with the output file, is that being automatically sent over to the FMCSA or is that only upon request? So if a driver maybe tuning in gets pulled over roadside, does that officer already have their information or is it just upon them asking for it? And this is a really good question. Um, it is only by request. It was only when you physically submit the output file do they get access to that data. Other than that, they do not. And we are very protective of it. Our biggest thing is just ensuring that you know, drivers stay safe on the road and that they're protected within all their rights. So we do not transmit any data unless you guys initiate it. That's great to know. And I know the drivers listening out there and the safety managers are breathing a sigh of relief, I'm sure. So we have this raw data. I'm a driver, I get pulled over roadside or I'm going through the scales, the way station. Can you talk me through how with a keep truck and ELD, we can actually provide that information, the output file to the officer requesting it? Yeah, sure. So it's, it's really easy. Um, you just go into the DOT inspection mode within the app and you'd hit send output file. Um, it's one of the three buttons that you can hit. And then from there, you would just, uh, the officer would tell you whether it needs to be through web services or email. Um, those are the two different methods that we support. You're required to support two of the four, and those are the two that we choose, but you don't have to interact with that in any way. It's just whatever the officer tells you, basically. Um, and then if they decide to give you a comment to include, then you can just type it in in the text box and hit send, and that's pretty much it. So the goal with that is to make it as easy as possible for drivers out there. We understand the output file is very confusing across the board, so we want to make it as simple as possible for you guys to just do what you need to do at Redside. Now, beyond the output file, of course, the drivers can continue to hand the phone over to the officer if they physically want to look at the logbook with our system or the tablet, for that matter. And uh, that's still perfectly fine, correct? Yes, it all depends what the officer wants. So we've heard from many um, DOT officers, some that just do output file. They just require you to send an output file. Some require you just to show logs. Some require you to do both. Um, it's completely up to the officer, um, but we give you both of those methods as well as the ability to send or fax um, logs as well. Um, so we, regardless of the situation, you'll always be compliant. That's great to know and obviously a big relief for everybody out there. Now, I've been on the phone with a lot of fleets. In fact, I was just down in the southeast part of the country over the weekend and saw a ton of keep trucking stickers on the side of yes. all the big rigs on I-20. So shout out to any drivers who might have been passing through the Mississippi area over the weekend. I was probably taking pictures of the side of your truck as a passenger in the car I was in. I was not driving. But, uh, you know, I'm really – I'm curious from – um, our perspective, you know, we were one of the vendors that actually pr uh, produced this output file. We are compliant by the standards written in the law. Um, are there vendors out there potentially that don't have this output file available? Because so sometimes this could be a new concept to fleets that I'm talking to. They've never even heard of this before. Yeah, we, we have heard of other providers out there that do um, that do not have the ability to, to send the output file, which is 
unfortunate because it puts scribes in a difficult position. So our job has always been to, our main thing is making sure that all of our flutes are compliant. So that's why when December 18th hit, mandate hit, we had the output file ready for all of our fleets to use. And we've been sending thousands ever since. There's thousands that are sent um, since December 18th, which is great news for all of our drivers at roadside so that they don't get into any issues. That's great to know. And certainly I think it would be important for fleets that are listening to this program to know that when you are evaluating an ELD provider, you want to make sure that they have that availability of the output file. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the main requirements. And I think paired along with that, um, there's something that's a little newer. It's not directly mentioned within the guidelines of the CFR codes, but it is something that is now expected during an audit for you to be able to transmit up to six months of um, output files for your drivers. And um, there's not a lot of providers out there that currently do this, but this is a requirement. We have spoken with many auditors who go in, they're taught that they um, are required to be able to go into a dashboard and send the output file themselves for any subset of drivers, vehicles, or time range and up to six months of data they need to be able to send directly to the FMCSA. So this is another really key feature that when you're evaluating ELDs, you should definitely be thinking about just to make sure that you don't get, get into any issues um, during an audit. That's a great point, and that's something that we can do, and we obviously we have customized reporting and the ability to sort data very easily in our dashboard, correct? Absolutely. What we're trying to do is just make it as easy as possible for you guys at at roadside and during an audit so that you guys don't have any issues. So um, we have that feature available in the dashboard. Um, we have support articles that go through, uh, walk you through step by step exactly what to do at roadside during an audit um, in the case that this happens so that there aren't any issues. Fantastic. Well, thank you for going over the output file. I think that's helpful for everybody tuning in. It's been a hot topic debated quite a bit back and forth. What is the output file? We have some clarity now. Um, I'm curious to switch topics a bit. Now, we have all of these fleets that we're working with. They've got an ELD or our product acting as an AOBRD plugged into the truck. Uh, maybe give us some suggestions on what else they can look to do with the product now that they actually have it. So we are ELD compliant. We have the output file. Those are all great, and we're glad we can stay on the road. But you know, what are some of the other advantages out there that fleets can can you use with our product? Of course, this is, and this is a great question. Um, you have to have these devices in your trucks, so you might as well try to try to get the most out of them. Um, and with that, there's a lot of data that you can get from your vehicles that we are we are um, exposing to you guys to the dashboard. Um, so I can kind of go through some of these. One is driver scorecard. Um, so if you're an ELD Plus customer, you can actually see how many hard brakes and hard accelerations that occur on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. And the ultimate goal for that is to really just improve um, driver safety. So um, looking at a period over time, you can actually see which are the drivers that are safer than others. And you can try to provide some coaching for those drivers that are struggling so that you can improve your CSA score over time. Um, We've seen numerous studies that point to the, um, the amount of hard brakes as being directly correlated to accidents. It's one of the best indicators for an accident. Interesting. So you can actually see ahead of time who are the drivers that are most likely to be unsafe or to potentially get an accident through data like this. Um, so that's that's one of the really cool um, ones that I like to point out. Another one 
is um, fault codes. So one of the really cool things that we do is expose every fault code that occurs from the vehicle. And these can be hard to, hard to get sometimes. And so we make it really simple and the vehicle profile will actually point out exactly when they're occurring, what those fault codes are, if they're intermittent or not, and when the last time they were observed. And what this does for you, the next time that you go, you take your truck into a mechanic, you can tell them the exact problems that are going on. Typically, what we have seen is that mechanics only look for the problems that are going on that the driver is giving to them. So if the driver notices something, he reports it to the mechanic, that mechanic goes and then fixes it, whatever that issue is. But they don't look at anything else. So what these fault codes do, they allow you to then go to the mechanic and say, hey, these are all of the things that I know that are going on, and then he can effectively evaluate all of them rather than just looking at one. So that you don't, the next time that you're leaving the, the mechanic, you don't leave without any resolved is, unresolved issues. Fantastic. And I think if a fleet is uh, employing mechanics as well, they can get that data ahead of time while the <coughs> truck might still be out on the road and the mechanic can prep to make repairs, which is really useful to keep your fleet up and running a bit longer. Absolutely. Um, and there's a lot of really cool, um, you know, you know, going along with that, going, uh, going into vehicle utilization, being able to see idle time, um, how much fuel is actually wasted, how much dollars are actually wasted. Um, through idling. You know, the U.S. government recently did a study that said that truckers as a whole waste, I want to say, 1,800 hours um, idling and 1,500 gallons a year. Amazing. Just the average long-haul trucker. Amazing. Um, so if you, if you just take the average uh, average price of fuel in the country this past month, that equates to more than $4,500 a year per trucker wasted in just idling as a whole. So you can actually go in and see which truckers are are idling the most, see what you can do to improve that in order to save money and save them time on the job as well. Uh, and then the last last really cool thing I like to point out is with MPG. So typically, you measure a vehicle's health based on the odometer readings. Um, that's that's what it's always, that's what it's been for a long time. Um, but the issue with that is, um, and I know you guys are well aware, um, it's not a very good indicator because parts get replaced all the time. Um, you know, you could you can put in a whole new engine kit, right? And that doesn't then the odometer reading then shows what the original engine was at and not what the new engine is. Mm, right. And so instead of relying on something like that, you can actually look at MPG over time, which we expose through a report on our dashboard. And what um, studies have shown is that um, MPG decreases over time when there's issues going on with the vehicle. So you know that the vehicle is in worse health the lower that MPG gets. So you can actually track that over time and see your vehicle health much more effectively than you would with odometer readings or anything else. That's really interesting and I'm sure it's very helpful for our customers to better understand how they can utilize the tools they already have at their fingertips. And I would recommend for everybody tuning in that is a customer, whether you're on the plus plan with a lot of those extra features that Jason has mentioned or just on our starter plan, that you call into our support if you need training or help with anything. Um, also utilize if you have a dedicated account manager that resource as well, because as Jason knows and I know as well, these are great folks who are well trained on the product and they're here to help and train you. So um, take advantage of those resources, I think would be the message. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I've talked to quite a number of our support uh, members and customer success members, and they know the product inside and out, and they're here to help you all the time. 
So um, it's something that's pretty unique, the fact that our support is there 24-7, always there to help you out. You know, I highly recommend you take full advantage of it. Um, they're here to help you out and make your life easier. So um, if you have any questions or need help with anything, reach out. That's what they're there for. Well, Jason, again, I'd like to thank you for coming in and joining us here for our episode four of the Hammer Down Radio. You have survived. There'll be some parting gifts for you on the way out, yes. maybe a round of applause from our audience, but um, it, it does mean a lot. Thank you for joining here today. And again, as we sign off, just want to remind everybody how to get in touch with us, 855-434-ELOG, keeptrucking.com, and then Hammer Down Radio on Instagram and Facebook. And we look forward to our next episode where we will have another special guest for everybody tuning in. So uh, check us out next week. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll speak to you soon.